Hey, listeners, we are looking for all of your questions regarding medicinal cannabis use. Mm-hmm. We had a um, an expert come on. We had the, um, her name was Dr. Dr. Rachna Patel. Right. She was kind enough to say she would return and answer our many, many, many right. questions. Right. So she's here yes. to answer your questions and we want them. So between now and June 7th, we would like you to submit your questions in two ways, if possible. One of two One ways. of two ways. No, not, not two ways. Not one of two ways. Okay. I mean, you could do both if you want okay. to. The best way is to go to our show notes. Right. And there is a form on there. Fill out the form, which will include your email and space for your questions. And, and mm. then make sure that you include in there how you want to be identified. Right. So if you want to be identified as Cheryl Q, then just sign Cheryl Q on there. Mm. Or if you want to be identified as R period. That's or fine. anonymous, let us know. Or anonymous, that's or boogeyman. Totally you know, yeah. Uh, so, as long as it's not profane, right? I if don't you care. do not let us know that, then we will just take your first name and we will put the first initial of your last name. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So in that case, it'd be Patrick H. Mm-hmm. Okay. The other way to do it is if you're a big Facebook user, you can go to Facebook and uh, we are at, I think our moniker is at the Practical Herbalist on Facebook and yes. you can direct message us who's going to be monitoring those and we'll be putting them together and we will call out and get the top 10 or 15, maybe 20 questions. We don't know how many we'll get to in our show with her, but um, we're looking for your questions. So this is your chance. Anything you wanted to know uh, about medicinal cannabis Use. From the good doctor. From the good doctor, who's this has been her calling. Pro. Yep. So this the is your chance. Expert. June seventh, yeah. either fill out an info or uh, fill out the form on the show notes, or use the uh, messaging system inside Facebook, and we will monitor that. Mm-hmm. So let's get those questions in. June seventh. Welcome to Real Herbalism Radio, coming to you from River Road Studios in Eugene, Oregon. Today's show is made possible by all the other things that we do in our lives. Sue, what do you do in your other life? (laughs) What do I do? I have a crazy life. I do everything herbal, it seems, all the time. Of course, this uh, podcast and then writing articles for the Practical Herbalist and then Occupy Medical, which is our uh, free integrated health clinic. Um, I love being the clinic manager and the lead herbalist there. 501c3 people. Yeah, that's right. It's 501c3. So donate, donate, donate. If you do that, (laughs) if you do choose to donate, which I would be grateful for, then you will get a tax receipt for that. And um, um, but you're not accepting lemon balm donations. God, no, we're not accepting <laughs> there's so much lemon balm. So, so what do you, we are so, good. So what do you really need there? What's your, your what right do we actually, need? we, uh, we've been really good at getting um, sock donations and we seem to always need that mm-hmm. clean, um, new, no holes. People often think that the unhoused will just sit there and patch yeah. Darn, they're they're going to darn care. socks. Yeah, they're going to sit around and darn socks. They're like, look, they're just, they have nothing better to do with their time. But in the cold and wet, their fingers aren't working very well because they don't get to go in and warm up Even or dry up. The way socks are made today, you can't darn them. So it's just not. Some of them are pretty tricky. So just, yeah. just you know, out of the, if you're wanting to be kind to people, be kind in a way that is helpful to them is mm-hmm. what we're asking. We have gotten some weird donations. Like we got a donation of dirty diapers, which I wasn't very pleased with. Mm. Yeah. Goodness. Yeah. <laughs> I was extremely displeased with that one. Yeah, um, uh, we've gotten a donation of um, bandages that were probably from the fifties. They were like falling apart. Mm. Oh, that's and, not helpful. 
I think, you know, people just cleaning out your closet, please consider where that stuff is going. Cause some stuff like I'm, we're not a museum. I'll tell you, I think the best donation people could give you would be money. Right. That would be great. That because way we can you definitely can buy the things pay rent need. or things like that. Yeah. You can buy the things that you truly need. Yep. And now that we're in a building, which is great because we were in the bus before, yeah. I have time for lots of other things and we're able to help other agencies, HFA Alliance and places like that. Uh, which is just fabulous. So we're able to do a second clinic a week, which is great. Nice. And then the um, the things that we do for rescue work in the community for people that are not just the unhoused, um, but people that are housed and they're just right on the edge. You know, another donation I'm betting you guys could really use would be the services and time of a grant writer, someone who's got experience in right. writing Grants, yeah. especially for nonprofits. Yeah. I'm, I'm betting you guys could really, really use that support. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yes. So uh, all of you herbalists out there who are also grant writers and want to spend wanna, a little time. I want to do that. Um, for my own work, I have a Patreon account. People can go check that out. And that helps me be a community herbalist. Um, some of the stuff that I do isn't necessarily for practical herbalists, isn't necessarily for Occupy Medical, but it kind of rides in the middle and so getting some support for that has uh, made a big difference to me and my ability to continue doing some of the crazy things I do. Um, just even things like beeswax and you know, for salve making and stuff like that. There's a, a community member that donates um, packaging nice. for us nice. That's so we can transfer stuff into smaller packages for people that they just need a little bit of shampoo to get through their, their week or what have you, toothbrushes. Um, not, not dirty toothbrushes. Not, please, not, not dirty toothbrushes. toothbrushes. And no my kingdom used. for a dentist. Oh, God, I would love. Just send a dentist UPS to me, and yeah. I will be happy. Maybe you can leave that on Amazon Prime. I, I probably could. <laughs> I probably could. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, Candace, what are you doing when you're not doing this? When I'm not doing the Practical Herbalist mm -hmm. and Real Herbalism Radio, mm -hmm. I am helping others grow. That's That's been my... My new real realization over mm -hmm. this last few weeks. Is In which way? I like to help businesses grow. I do that through Mud Pod Design House. Okay. And helping um, entrepreneurs of small to medium-sized businesses, especially folks who are just getting started. I help them um, find and get the right uh, printing and website design and that sort of thing mm -hmm. that they need to get really get up and get rocking. So you like marketing. business compost tea. You're like yeah. that. That's yeah. what you are. Yeah. <laughs> uh, She's going to yeah. kill me for that one we later, you Business compost tea. <laughs> oh, man. You can find That's Sue's that. body at <laughs> Shallow Grave, number 308. <laughs> Is there anything else that you like uh, to do? I I do some consulting. I don't do as much herbal consulting as I did before, but I'm, I'm doing some through Get Healthy Now and... Um, I do represent Juice Plus, and I sell that to help families just make sure that they're staying healthy and they're doing it with organic sources. And I don't know. I mean, this last, so like a week ago, I think it was about a week ago, I was at Animal Communication Club, and I was, you know, sharing herbal information with the other people in my Animal Communication Club. And Talking a little bit actually about cannabis, but we'll get into that in a little bit. Mm -hmm. so, yes, we will. You know, I'm always doing things that are related to herbs and herbalism. And one of the 
big things. I mean, I don't go out into the community and hand out stuff like Sue does, Mm -hmm. but I spend a lot of my time talking with people I run into about herbs and herbalism. Yeah. I had one of the folks in my workout group ask me about whether or not black seed oil would be a good possible solution for what she was dealing with, which included things like insomnia and, Hmm. you know, middle, middle life stuff and, and she and I sat down and, and talked like five minutes. And I told her after talking to her, it was pretty clear that it looked like she needed to do some liver support. So I suggested, well, start with some good milk thistle. And right. so I do things Dandelion, like that yeah. to just, you know, get people started. People are going to ask about black seed oil. Yeah. They so are. we're going to cover that a little bit later too. We probably should. Okay. <laughs> you, you said flax seed. Black seed. Black, black seed. human seed, I believe. Oh, it is. black human. Okay. So, yeah. okay. Nigella. So I didn't know what seed. black seed yeah. was. It's just, you know, black right. seed. Right. See? No. Black. Yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. Black seed. Is it yeah. many poppy seeds? Which are the pretty. many black seeds? Right. There's many black seeds. Right. There. Exactly. And um, so what I do is my pot design as well, and I do the graphic design part and the website design part. So I take businesses' um, ideas and make marketing materials for them and the requests and everything from supporting big businesses to um, the, the startup business. So I have clients that, you know, have 300 person companies and I have clients that are themselves. Mm-hmm. So I go, I go from the gamut. So, and that's what we do. And that's how we can help businesses grow is through that. Uh, and then when I'm not doing that, I'm quoting and designing t-shirts for our t-shirt business. So mm-hmm. my son and I run a t-shirt business. So that's the other thing that I do. It's t-shirt business. That's a little more than just t-shirts. I mean, well, it's t-shirts, hats and other things, of course, but yes. it's a, it's custom printed apparel. And yeah, We've done um, the grocery bags. We, we can print on grocery bags. Those. You had aprons. You've done aprons yeah. before. Uh, yeah, oh yeah. We can do aprons. Mm-hmm. If there's a if there's a place if there's a big enough place to put it under the press, we can put something mm-hmm. there. Yeah, <laughs> you know. So, and uh, with our hat press, we can do sleeves and uh, hats pretty easily. So it's pretty yeah. neat. But yeah, that's what we do. Mm-hmm. So, um, with that, I guess it's time to uh, say on with the show. And today's show is our Herb Lab show, 189. God, we're so close to 200. Um, today's show is about um, uh, medicinal cannabis with Dr. Rachna Patel, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. So she was on and she was really, I mean, she was really great. She had a lot of energy. She talked about um, all the stuff and I was like, she's just loaded with information. Yeah. You could just see she wanted to pop, you, you know. Oh yeah, we could have easily had a three hour show. Right. Mm-hmm. And she's so generous to want to come back even. So remember that, remember those questions that we asked you guys to get at the beginning yeah. of the show. Like on medical marijuana, in, yeah. yeah. On June 7th. And remember, she's not, she's not here to diagnose your problem. She's answering questions about, about medical yeah, marijuana. Exactly. So yeah, um, yeah it would be irresponsible to try to diagnose someone's, someone's issue with just, here's my question. Right. <laughs> exactly. Which, you know, we do get those. Um, so today's show is going to be talking about, I guess, our experiences with medicinal marijuana, our, our specific uses and things we've done with it, and um, maybe a funny story or two. And uh, with that, here are your hosts, Candace Hunter and Sue Sierra Lupe. I'm Candace Hunter. And I'm Sue Sierra Lupe. And, and welcome, welcome to, to Real Herbalism, Herbalism Radio. Radio. So, so. I, I, I have stories. Yes, you and, do. You know, when I, when I was a kid... Um, Marijuana was uh, around and it was, um, but it was taboo. Yeah. And it was bad. It was illegal. And only those people over there did it. Mm-hmm. And, the uh, hippies. And, you were, and I was afraid of it. Oh, wait. No, you're, you're young. Their hippies no, this were around hippies. when. Yeah, this wasn't. Uh, well, no, no, no. They, they no. Because no, you they, were raised in the 80s, weren't you? Well, that was the teenagers. 
Yeah. yeah. You know, the young years were just coming out of that, just coming out of the Vietnam War. And, you know, I was four when that was happening and finishing up and Nixon and all that. So I wasn't, you know, I was really not even part of that culture. But where I lived in northern Minnesota, it, it wouldn't have mattered, you know, there were no hippies in northern Minnesota. No, I don't think <laughs> stop them at the border. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, there, there was no. They never made it past no. Forest Lake, right? So, yeah. you know, <laughs> and, and we and we grew up in a, a you know a depressed area. It was a mining town, and you know it was good mm-hmm. and bad. But you know there was a lot of working class people, and yeah. nothing wrong with that. But a lot of people sometimes need to break off and do things to you know make it palatable. And that was one of those things that some people chose to do. Mm-hmm. Um, well, that was one of the medicinal uses of cannabis like centuries ago in India and, and way back yeah. when, you know, the people that were the workers that were building the various monuments and whatnot. That was one of the things they, they, they took a lot of cannabis to get through. Well, you know, this will segue to another historical thing. And, and when we had our, um, our guy from uh, Andy from yeah, Emerald Valley Growers, and he mm-hmm. gave a story yeah. about how, um, CBD consumption actually happened quite a bit during the, our founding father's time. Yeah. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. but it, it wasn't yeah. it wasn't that they were consuming it like oh I know what that is. It's that the cows would eat the, the hemp. Yeah, and yeah. I would get into the milk, and then they would milk the cows, and they would take it in. Mm-hmm. So yeah. there was T there was CBD through the whole process, and then yeah. the, they would they would have it in their system. So mm-hmm. um, just kind of a you so know. they all would have tested positive. positive. They would have. Yes. They would right. be like. Milk is good food. Good food. Got milk. Got milk, man. Thank you, Big Lebowski. But going back to that um, <laughs> idea of uh, where it was and how taboo it was to, you know, a couple of days ago, a couple of weeks ago, a friend of mine was cleaning out his um, storage cabinet in, in his, his office, office. <laughs> in his office. And he was talking to me as he was doing this. And they said, and we were talking about something, business thing. And then he says, oh, look, a bag of weed. And it was just so nonchalant about, right. <laughs> oh, look, I just have this bag of weed. And I'm like, wait, wait, what? You have a bag of weed in your, what? And he goes, oh, oh yeah. You're wrong. <laughs> I found this in the parking lot in front of the office. I'm like, so then you decided to take it in and store it? Yeah. <laughs> you know, in your office? In your yeah. office, you know? And I think you know, that's the culture that we live in. Now, I know there are still states in, in, that, that this is still taboo. Mm-hmm. And it's still something you would never talk oh, about. Oh, right, sure. But here it's, oh, I found a bag of weed on the street. And I <laughs> yeah. picked it up. You know? yeah. I forgot about it. <laughs> you know, so it was just it was just that whole idea that just brought me back to this. This was so um, illegal and so scary. And, you you know, you go to jail for this. And, mm-hmm. it was, and now it's like, oh, hey, oh, bag yeah, of weed was, in my ground. And it was going to make you go crazy if you, you know? took it. So oh, right. yeah. You don't want to be a pothead. You know, yeah. It's a gateway drug. Oh, yeah, that one too. It's a gateway <laughs> drug, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so from that uh, usage to now, it's, you know, like Sue uh, made up this um, concoction, and she can tell you all about it, uh, last year for her cat. Right. And maybe it didn't work, and that's why she thought it might be a good birthday present no, for me. I, I, like, <laughs> no, it worked great on my cat. Like my, my cat, <laughs> he has a lot of arthritis. He's 16 and he doesn't he doesn't like to be inside anymore because the two little cats are inside. Yes, and young ones are irritating. They are irritating, and he is and he is a a hefty wad of cat. This mm-hmm. is Godzilla. Yeah. So uh, aptly named. Aptly named, and he when he is feeling bad, 
he lets the world know mm -hmm. how badly he's feeling. And he just kind of waddles and his legs hurt. And so I've been giving him the CBD tincture in his water and it's made a big effect on him. And he's normally when he's not being a crotchety old man, uh, then he's just he's in your he sits on your lap and he cuddles and he gives you the bedroom eyes and like, oh, making biscuits and the whole thing. He's just mm -hmm. a completely different creature. But uh, without that um, tincture, he is a poop. He's not himself. He's, <laughs> he's a thing. All right. So I was like, well, if it works for this cat, then surely it would work for Patrick. Patrick. So from a from a ten pound cat or whatever to you know, oh ten pounds ha 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 well, okay, yeah, much pound, bigger okay twenty <laughs> pound cat <laughs> to, yes. to to a to a six foot you know three hundred pound guy uh -huh. you know and in so I got this bottle from you and and I, I was like really excited like oh this is a great great birthday present awesome and I didn't use your it. knee right because yeah. of my knee because of my arthritis the arthritis of my knee so I, I I I didn't use it and I didn't use it one day it was hurting. And I'm like, you know what? I'm just, okay, fine. I'm just going to get through my own blocks about marijuana. I'm just going to do it. So I did it. It was great. <laughs> it I mean, it just, the pain was gone. Who the hell knew that something Sue would give me would work? Right? Yeah, because yeah, right. yeah, it's this teasel stuff. That didn't do anything. Uh, <laughs> did I ever hear you teasel for that? Yeah, you oh, did. yeah, I did. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, and I tried, but, yep. but this was like instant. And then, you know, I wouldn't say that I used it every day, but anytime I was still doing Taekwondo a little more frequently. So like two months later, I looked at the bottle. I'm like, um, sweetheart, there's like maybe half an ounce left. You might want to be a little more conservative here. Yeah, and then can. she cut me off. And then I was like, well, I have to go back to my hookup. I don't know when we're going to get more, man. <laughs> so I haven't gone back to Sue and says, hey, uh, Sue, you getting one of the CBD stuff? Right, yeah. And I'll just open my overcoat yeah. with, the, with the used watches and the well, I think that, you know, the, there. That's the hardest part is, a, is, is, is being an herbalist, is getting it in the higher CBD quantities that you mm -hmm. want. To, and knowing that it's grown properly. Right. right. Yeah. Because, you know, our friend, you know, he gave me the bag of weed, you know. Oh, he did? Yeah. Because he didn't want it. Right. Yeah. And so I smelled it. I'm like, Ugh. yeah, this is not worth it. I mean, it's street weed, literally. Right. Street yeah. In the street. So, so yeah. you know, I, I know that if I brought it to Minnesota, there'd be a bunch of teenagers lining up, but I don't think we need that. So, no. you know, I just, no. you know, I pretty much threw it away. I'm kind of like, it's, it's compostable, babe. Yep. Yeah, yeah it's just not, let yeah. the worms enjoy that. Mm -hmm. So, um, I haven't used it since. Partly, I've I've done other things to help, um, you know, mitigate the pain. Um, I changed. I stopped doing a lot of taekwondo, which mm -hmm. has been a big decision. It was hard because it's been such a big part of our lives for so many years. Oh, and I didn't I, know you stopped. I haven't gone in a while. Mm, um, this is too hard on your knees. Yeah, it's the it's the pivoting. Right. It's it's the body turning on it, and mm -hmm. uh, that's when. And if I do it, and the last time I did taekwondo, and I and I I did like like three forms, and my knee hurt all day. Mm -hmm. Taekwondo is a art that's really made or designed for people who are wiry and like runner types of bodies. Mm -hmm. You know, kind of thin, and whether they're short or tall, they're lightweight you know mm -hmm. you have to be light on your feet to be able to get all of those kicks off and yeah yeah i just don't have the body for it and, and that, uh, yeah. i yeah so uh i decided that i would do you know crossfit and cross training and weightlifting oh okay yeah and, and that's made a huge difference in my knees and uh -huh. flexibility and being able to do things i could not do even a year ago mm -hmm. now i can get into deep squats that i couldn't do deep lunges i couldn't do 
Uh, I can get up from from sit you know pretty easily now um, that I was was having difficulty with. Mm-hmm. So that's been awesome. I, I can't you know I haven't needed the tincture as much because of that because mm-hmm. I'm not doing the, the pivoting and the kicking and the putting all the weight on the foot and then trying to do a round kick and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, it's not to say I won't go back, but if I go back, I probably won't use my my legs much anymore. Yeah. You also did you you've been making changes to you know your musculature and the way that you walk and and that sort of thing but you've also done things like added omega oils fatty acids yeah i've done a lot of that collagen and yeah. you've added uh magnesium calcium supplementation yeah i take i take i take quite the bit now, i have a yeah. panoply i have a whole array of of things I, I say they take you know omegas in the morning and then i don't even have magnesium in the morning yeah, and then I've got a collagen mix now that's full of peptides and stuff, mm-hmm. and then I've got you know the nighttime mm-hmm. juice plus that I take, and it's like it's quite a it's it's quite you're a, a pill popper. I am a pill popper. Yeah, see, it is the gateway drug. I, I have uh, yeah, right? see, no, 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 no. I, have, I have two trays now. Actually, oh I wow, trays. <laughs> it was you hard know. to get used to having trays of pills, but then when I realized, I started looking at, it, I'm like, you know, yeah, they're capsules of plant matter. That's pretty much what we're doing. Mm-hmm. But I thought that's a lot better than capsules of pharmaceuticals. And if I do this now and get over myself about it later, hopefully this is the stuff I'll still be taking instead of needing pharmaceutical drugs and yeah. medications. Yeah. Right. Knock on wood. Yeah. 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 Um, so it worked really well for me. Mm-hmm. I enjoy, I, I recommended it to people as well. And I think, you know, Candace, you had tried it and. Yeah, I have, I have had back. A pain off and on. I, I Sciatic? In, uh, no, I was in a car accident. Oh, yeah. Like yeah. 20 years ago. And it caused some minor damage to my discs. Not irreparable. Um, the cartilage that holds the disc in place had started to break down in a couple of spots in my back. And then I did the physical therapy and and whole ton of chiropractic massage therapy, acupuncture, tons of things I've mm-hmm, done. Mm-hmm. Yoga therapy, the weight training is really helping. All of those things came together to help me um, move my body more properly mm-hmm. because I was not always standing right or, you know, there were things that weren't in alignment. And so making all those changes have helped immensely. But when I get really stressed out, my muscles want to go back to the really old patterns and mm-hmm. they start to get pain. And um, I tried the cannabis and it didn't do squat for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but what I've noticed about cannabis for me in the past is that it doesn't seem to do what I need done. Hmm. So um, although I, I absolutely love that plant. I don't think it's the right medicine for me most mm-hmm. of the time. So Yeah, well, and that's one of the great things about having a diversity of plants available mm-hmm. to us. Yeah, and I'm really I'm thankful that we live in a, in a community that allows it to be a part of the pharmacopoeia that everybody is allowed mm-hmm. to use. So I'm really I'm grateful that we are in a place where you can just say, oh, look, a bag of weed. Right. Yeah. You know, you're not worried about, oh, my God, I just said that over the telephone and the feds could come down on me. Right. We don't worry about that. Thank goodness. Yeah. J. Edgar Hoover is probably just turning his grave right now. But I I think that the the next step that we'll see is blends with uh, CBD. People will be using not just CBD, but CBD with other herbs that help for anxiety, for pain, for, you know, combining um, bone herbs for bone pain, nerve pain, yeah. etc. Ones that are specifically for sci- sciatic pain, like St. John's yeah. Wort, 
those kind of things that rather than just, just, it's just CBD, man, you know, it's just this. And, and the blends, I think is really going to open up the industry more and be able to help more people. Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited about that. And I'm right now I'm excited about the idea that like Andy said, he was sourcing or looking at, you know, possibly moving into growing more CBD in future. Right. I'm hoping that we see more um, growers in this area start to do that so mm-hmm. that buying CBD straight up, you know, extracted or whatever, it, it is actually good and I can trust it. Right. Well, there, there's so much more to pain than just the physical part of the pain. There's yeah. the, when people have physical pain, oftentimes they will remember what happened, like mm-hmm. in your case, a car accident or, yeah. you know, that feeling of being useless or a feeling of being a burden and those have emotional drains on people and that itself increases inflammation. So we know that the, that depression is tied to inflammation. So just having blends that will treat those different types of things. And it's, it's also, you know, settling your stomach, having herbs in that mix that help calm the stomach to help regulate um, your, your bowels, the, you know, help with a bunch of other things that seem to be a problem when people are in pain. It's it's rarely just one thing. So the right. formulas that I look forward to seeing in, in our future, I think is going to be instrumental now that we have a heavy hitter out there yeah. uh, that people are looking kindly upon as opposed to just opioids, right? which was our heavy, heavy hitter before. Right. And it was overdone. And we don't want to do that with cannabis. We don't right. want to do the exact same thing we did with opioids, which can be a wonderful tool. Obviously, you know, it helped me through my heart surgery. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Going yeah, through I, that without opioids would have been a terrible experience. I'm definitely not against the opioid <laughs> but <family. no>. yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but I do think that, like you said, it's overused. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm thankful that, you know, Dr. Patel and people like her are out there actually pushing the edge of modern medicine and saying, no, we need to really look at this. We need, yep. we need to find a better path. Yeah. And cannabis can be a part of that right. in a powerful way. Yeah. Don't say no to the science of this. That's ridiculous. Yeah. You know, continue to push the, the frontier, you know, continue yeah. to, to look at it in a symbiotic way as our, uh, the evolution of our culture expands, then the evolution of our consciousness and the evolution of our medicine, economics, everything has to change. Yeah, stagnation is death. It is. It is all around. It is. Yeah, definitely. So the um, uh, working with medical marijuana, uh, my big thing has been with this dog that um, has come into my daughter's world. Mm -hmm. Uh, She adopted a rescue dog that was when she got her her potato is the dog's name (laughs) because it's an English bulldog. And she had been a, a bred dog. So her job was just to give birth to puppies and English bulldogs don't give birth vaginally. They've been bred out of that. So they have to have C-sections and it was a inappropriate breeder. So her C-sections were sloppy. So here she is age three and she can really barely walk. She can't go upstairs. She can't jump up on the furniture. She's, you know, her, her back end is, it's got a lot of issues and she does this little chomping thing like a seizure kind of oh, thing. So a CBD uh, oil is what my daughter has been using, which is expensive. Yeah. Um, is very, very helpful for this, this poor dog, but you know, it's a, it's a therapy dog. So as, as my daughter Kendra is working with this dog, also it's helping her heal from some of her anxiety, 
Yeah. And so it's just really nice to see that, that what that dog is bringing her in her life. But the expense of it uh, mm-hmm. means, of course, that mom is now in charge of making. That. <laughs> <laughs> mom so, needs to step up. Yeah. <laughs> so um, uh, experimenting with different oils, the MCT oil, the, uh, a lot of these oils I can't touch because there's coconut in them. Mm, ouch. Yeah. yeah. So I'm yeah. I'm very for the audience. Um, I'm very very allergic to coconut. If it uh, gets on my skin, then I break out into a rash. If it gets in my body, then I need to have a a shot for that. So it's very very unpleasant. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's a very a small minority of us that react in that way. And I happen to be part of the lucky few. Lucky but few. it doesn't mean it's out of my life. I still have to work with it. Right. So just trying different sorts of things. Uh, the tincture was easy to make because, you know, I, I would tincture maker for a decade yeah. in the, in the um, herbal industry yeah. professionally. Yeah. I worked in the lab. So that was uh, sure I got that. But the all the way this one works, that high resinous all oh, it's like playing with the playing with the temperature that mm-hmm. I found to be a little tricky. So I'm still I'm still working on it. It'd be nice if we could find a. A um, medicinal cannabis maker who focuses on CBD and does like the shatter or the extracts that are like the solid ones that are not extracted into an oil. So you don't have to worry about the Mm -hmm. coconut at all. Right. And then you can take that, you know, the, the chunks of that stuff and turn them into the preparations that you want. Yeah. Then you'd be able to control the oil and you'd be able to better control the intensity of the, the dosage right for yeah it. and that's the other thing is this is such a small yeah i mean it's a big dog but it's it's a it's smaller than a human so yeah. i've been focusing on using the leaf not the bud yeah um the roots um yeah so those are that i'm having more i think i'm having more success with that you know because yeah. I, I want to be very careful you don't don't want to give a dog a thc you know i know there's going to be some in that because that's just yeah. the way plants are but Oh man, you have to be very careful. They don't have context, so that's unpleasant for them. Yeah, I in my animal communication club, there's um, a couple of people who have dogs who have chronic anxiety. Um, like one of them, I think the dog may have honestly a PTSD type of anxiety. It's really bad, mm. and they've been finding that the cannabis dog treats that they get from one of the local shops are perfect, and they just give them just a small amount. Mm-hmm. And um, one of the other dogs has uh, some, I can't remember, I think he's older if I remember right, like a 13-year-old, an elder, and has uh, arthritis in his hips, if I remember correctly. Mm-hmm. Is and it a so, bigger dog? Yeah, larger okay, dog. Yeah. yeah. And so she said that she just gives him his, he gets very excited about having his special pain cookie every day. Mm-hmm. And he lets her know when she's late on that. <laughs> <You know? laughs> Mm, yeah, so, yeah. It, it's it's been a very effective tool for some of the folks in our group. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so it's been people, cats, and dogs. That's the experience yeah. I have giving it to critters. Yeah. And I guess y'all have been experiencing giving your your bag of weed to mice or yeah. or whatever's in your rats. compost. The local rats, probably. <laughs> <laughs> the worms yeah, the worms the worms yep. can work on that cannabis see how that works that's right, right. Yep. i think it's neat though that so you can get get it without a problem oh yeah yeah, yeah it's mean, great you, you it have, would have been a huge issue a couple decades ago well yeah. even you know yeah even 
well, even a few years ago, it would have been more of a more of a challenge because you'd mm-hmm. have to do it in a Clad roundabout way. And I sure as hell wouldn't be talking about it here on the radio. <clears throat> yeah, you right? wouldn't be talking about it. Mm. <clears throat> so, I mean, that's exactly the, the point is that it's just that, that difference. Um, you know, I, I think I've told the story before, but when you look at, you know, our weekly – our local weekly Eugene uh, weekly newspaper. I mean, the back yeah. cover, the inside back cover, right. the center spread. I mean, these are all cannabis the shops. Cannabis shops, yeah. You know, with all these different um, you know strains that they're pushing and the, their prices. And I think I sent my sister one just to in the mail once to say see the difference. All right, yeah. yeah. yeah this is where we have, live. Yeah, they have one there in, in, in carry. I'm, I'm sure too. So mm-hmm. she lives way out east. Yeah. So that difference of <laughs> it's just. Culturally, it's just here, and it's just right there, and right. you can't you can't drive in the city without being exposed to it in some yeah. way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why there are billboards advertising it? You know, surprisingly, we haven't all gone crazy, and we haven't opened a gateway, as far as I can tell, to some more serious drug problem than we had previously. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's been a, okay. It's been a gateway for people to get off of opioids, which that's has much, been great. Yeah, and I've worked really with a lot thing. of people in my clinic that um, that's part of their regime for getting off of the heroin and stuff like that. Um, it, I have uh, had to change my attitude towards uh, cannabis Ooh, because I've had to do a lot of work because I have a person in a few persons in my life that when they would smoke, they would become very different people. And of course it's a mind altering drug and the people that they would become were complete asses. Yeah. Not positive. (laughs) Right. So I would smell that and go, Oh great. Let the manipulations begin, you know, or they do the conversations, which has all these inside jokes and you'd sit there. So are you going to, what are you talking about? And they wouldn't, they wouldn't tell you because it was, it was part of that game. Yeah. Because they're in that mode of the time, then yeah. it's, and I was like, man, you guys are really rude. Yeah. They're very exclusive. Um, they're just plain old rude and would, would get involved in their um, paranoia. Mm-hmm. So then I was considered part of the, whatever it was that was oppressing them or whatever, you the know, man. at the time, the man, the man. it's me, I'm the man. <laughs> and it like, it built up this wall where when I'd smell it, I'd sort of go, Oh God, okay. yeah. <laughs> let, yeah. let the rudeness begin. Here we go. And I would, you were victimized by cannabis. I, yeah. I feel like I had PTSD about cannabis. Mm-hmm. So I had to really make some, that was just, that was that, that not only was that then, but that was also perhaps the effect of a certain strain or something. And it was part of that relationship. And I need to let all of that go. Yeah. You know, the people that I'm talking about, they've grown in their personal lives. Um, I I don't play those games anymore, so I'm not going to be part of that. You know, my part isn't get them there and the cannabis itself has changed a lot. So, yeah. and I, I'm going to tell the audience that I'm calling that my version of adulthood. That's, That's really as good, good as I get. That's good adulting. <laughs> <laughs> Yay. Don't expect anything else. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a change and it's a change for all of us. Well, one of the interesting things that uh, is happening just currently is that I believe, um, I can't remember what representative from what state, but they have introduced banking legislation. Oh, good, good. So they're wanna, they want to bring it up to the front because there's the opportunity for taxation. Right. Yeah. You know, if they can track the income, then they know where it is and they know how to tax it and they can give you more money. I think the federal government is starting to realize they're missing out. 
Yeah. So it's about time. And to Wake be honest, up. that only that will only legitimize the business. Yeah. yeah. You know, when you can get loans, when you can get credit, when you can put the money in a bank. That and make it to, safer. So these, right. these shops are in our neighborhoods. Right. And right. walking around with, with literal bags of money right. because they can't. Yeah, they you can't use can't, your debit card there. You have to go in with cash. So there's a lot of cash pouring into the It's a cash business. Yeah. It's yeah. a straight cash business. And, yeah. yeah. Um, you so know, make it yeah. safer. It would make it for the safer. rest of us. Um, yeah. you know, and all those facilities, you know, they have they have a ton of security as it is, but oh, they yeah. have to have even more because there's cash on hand. Yeah. yeah. You know. And I would not want to be the employee taking the cash bag at the end of the day to no, where it has to go. So, no, that would be terrifying. Forget about robbing a bank. Right? Yeah. Go rob a pot shop. Wait, this right. is not a call to action, no. by the way. Not we are not advising not it. Do that. We're expressing our fear. They have a lot of no. well, first of all, <laughs> their security systems are Huge. Really, really good. Oh God, yes. Yeah, and their video yeah. systems are really, really good. Yeah. So you yeah. ha- you'd have to be an extremely good person, yeah. criminal to do it. To rob a bank, to be honest. <laughs> Would you stop <laughs> getting us into trouble? In the, the banking industry is going to send you a bad email. So the, I have a friend that lives across the street from um, one of those cannabis businesses, and she went to the cannabis business and was talking about how the employees were parking a- across the street, and you know. Right near like her, her house, yeah, yeah, near her driveway, yeah. and they said, "Oh, yeah, we know about that." Oh, okay, what? Wait, first, what do you mean? Yeah, we know about that. Oh, because we can see your your house and our camera. Like your your camera security system can cover mm-hmm. across the street. Yeah, like cross the parking scary, lot, cross the the four lane street. Suddenly, all those Hollywood movies where they're relying on CCTV to catch the bad guys sounds a little bit more plausible, doesn't it? Man, you wouldn't believe. Scary. That's a whole other topic, another show. But yeah, you wouldn't believe how much stuff you're filmed all the time. I know. So I know. Okay, that for people that are smoking right now and they're feeling a little paranoid, this is probably the part where they get edgy. well this is all about the cbd so they shouldn't be getting edgy that's right they should be feeling good that their arthritis isn't hurting that's right yay or they're a little more relaxed or not having seizures or maybe they're not having as many seizures you name it yeah um so my gosh (laughs) uh if you are interested in a little learning a little bit more about the medicinal use of cannabis um there's a book that was written by candace and sue Mm -hmm. uh, on medicinal cannabis it's an ebook it's available on amazon you can put that on your Kindle if you or want, yep. yeah, you put it on your Kindle or your, I- your iPad if you have a Kindle reader and computer yeah, if you right. have a Kindle reader. And it's a Kindle book. It's a, Kindle, it's a book. Kindle book, and Kindle is one of those things that you can just download for free. It's an app, right? Yeah, if you yeah. on your computer and stuff. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you pay for the pay for the book, but you have to the app is free. Yeah, um, and then uh, Rajan has a book out as well, right? Yes, I think it's called the CBD oil. Uh, Solution. 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 Correct. Yes. Right. And yes. We, we'll should have a link to that as well on our on our show notes. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you're interested more about that and uh, getting it and, and learning more about medicinal uses, then by all means, um, our, um, the Dr. Orbel's book, and then of course her, um, Dr. Raj's book. And is there anything else we got to say? Um, in the show notes, always check in the show notes. We'll also we brought up our buddy Andy a couple of times and. We'll have a link to his the the interview that we had with him as well. There. Oh, okay. So you guys can Great. reach down a little bit more if you happen to miss it. And of course, the FAQ. Send yes. Send us your questions. Send, yeah, us, send your us your questions. questions. And just so because this is probably be uh, listened to again, this deadline is for June 7th, 2000. 
2019. Right. Yeah. 2019, right. <laughs> right, because this this podcast will have some longevity, so I don't want you to listen to it next year and go, oh, i got to get those in. Right. Yeah, that's <laughs> so. right. That does have longevity. And you can always contact us through Facebook, yeah, Instagram. We have Twitter. We are on Twitter. We do, we do, we do tweet, but not um, extensively. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But get, get if you become our Twitter follower, is that the way it is? Do you follow tweeters? Well, yeah, you, you, you follow them, I suppose. Okay. Then um, you'll be notified when articles, articles, articles come out and when podcasts come out. And so. And there's two levels of membership that you can be in our, in our, with the Pat Robles. One is just become a member of our newsletter. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah that's you, true. You, that's you, free. That's free. Uh, you mm-hmm. can sign up and then you'll get weekly emails on what podcast is out. Uh, so it, it gives you uh, a chance to listen. And sometimes you use the, that venue to announce other things. Uh, the second level would be the Herbal Nerd Society. You can become a member for as little as four ninety nine a month, um, 50 bucks for a year. You can do that by going to practicalherbals.com and clicking on the Join the Herbal Nerd Society or Join the Society on the tab on the very top. Just uh, follow the um, buy now buttons and it's easy to do. Mm-hmm. And then you have access to all of our past articles that are locked down that you couldn't see before and all of the past podcasts that are uh, still not public. Yeah. So, There's plenty of ways to be a, an herbal nerd f- fanatic. There is. And, <laughs> and, that, and, and to be, to, to be you know, blunt, it is what helps us rent this, our studio space, keep the lights on, keep the servers going, keep everything that we need to do to keep yeah. this information to you. Without that, Mm-hmm. We would have probably stopped this podcast a few years ago. Yep. Yeah, very so. true. We appreciate very your support. Thank you. And as always, put an herb on it. it. Oh, God. Patrick. <laughs> are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent disease. All information provided on this podcast or any affiliated websites is for informational purposes only and is not intended as a substitute for advice from your physician or other healthcare professional. You should not use the information on this podcast and its affiliated websites for a diagnosis or treatment of any health problem. Always consult with healthcare professional before starting any new vitamins, supplements, diet, or exercise program before taking any medication, or if you have or suspect you might have a health problem. Any testimonials, questions, or case studies,